Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org, this is a soundcheck session from our archives. And for this one, we take you back to 2018. This is the Soundcheck Podcast from NewSounds.org. I'm John Schaefer. What do you get when you put together one of the most celebrated sax players of our time, namely Joshua Redman, with the boundary-busting string quartet Brooklyn Rider? Well, you get a question that doesn't have one simple, easy answer, because these musicians play music from across the spectrum, from composed to improvised, drawing on the worlds of jazz and pop, but classical music as well. And they have somehow managed to add one sax player to four strings and come up with seven musicians. We'll figure out how that uh, works in a couple of minutes, but um, we're actually going to begin this session of the Soundcheck podcast with not one, but two works that flow one into the other. So I'm going to ask Colin Jacobson from Brooklyn Rider to tell us briefly about these two pieces. Sure. Well, this is music that brought us together originally. And it's written by the composer Patrick Zimmerly. Um, Who's based here in New York part of the year, right? Yeah, he's sort of here and in Paris. His wife is French, and he spends a lot of time there with their kid as well. Um, But this piece, he wrote uh, aspects of lightness and darkness. Basically, all the pieces relate to some sort of sense of light and the play of light. And uh, so we we were going to start off with a tune called Dark White, which will go right into Sun on Sand. And I I would just say that we love this music because of the way it really integrates uh, a jazz trio, Josh and Scott Colley and Satoshi Takeishi here, with string quartet in a very meaty way for all involved. They're challenges that are fun to overcome for all of us. So we've had a, a good time playing this music. Not that much live. We've played one live show together, but we've recorded this music, lived with it for a while, and are so happy to be here with you today. Great. So these two pieces, uh, they kind of have a narrative arc to them, I guess, which is why they go together so well. Yeah. I mean, I think you'll hear it. You yeah. Know, it'll make sense. <laughs> All right. So two works by Patrick Zimmerly written for this uh, conglomeration of, of instrumentalists. Dark White is first and then Sun on Sand. Let's hear uh, Joshua Redman and Brooklyn Ryder and Friends. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, that is a pair of works by the American composer Patrick Simmerly, who is a composer but writes, has written a lot of work for uh, leading jazz musicians, and he wrote this piece for this combination, Joshua Redman and his trio with the string quartet Brooklyn Rider. And just to fully introduce everybody here in the studio, Joshua Redman, of course, on sax, Scott Colley on the double bass, uh, although I can barely see him in the corner there, Satoshi Takeishi playing a, a very distinct uh, personal take on the drum kit. And then we come to the members of Brooklyn Rider, somewhat unconventionally arrayed in the studio, Colin Jacobson on violin. Michael Nicholas on cello, Nicholas Chords on viola, and then the other violinist, Johnny Gandelsman. And you've all been here before, but this is the first time we're seeing all of you together. You sound great. Josh, how, how much playing of composed, notated music had you done before working with Patrick and the quartet? Um, not a lot. I mean, this is certainly many more notes on the page than I'm used to. Uh-huh. Um, that's one of uh, the distinct challenges of this project for me is that I actually have to read music. I can't just pretend to read music, which is what I do. I have to read music. I have to count. <laughs> I have to play in tune, all kinds of things that I have made a career of not doing. Mistakes are actually mistakes. <laughs> but and now, were you one of those guys, one of those jazz musicians who grew up with the old joke, hey, can you read music? Yeah, but not enough to affect my playing. <laughs> um you know, I've always had the most profound respect for written music. It's just not been a part of my background, um, probably less so in a way than most jazz musicians of my generation, because the vast majority of my peers, I think, um, kind of made a decision from an early age that they were going to be musicians and and were were, were trained in some respect um, you know, they learned to read music early on and right, had, right. had kind of formal, even if they were focused on jazz or another kind of music, they, they had a, a real kind of like a solid grounding. pedagogical yeah. background right. or whatever. And, and I made the decision late. And I mean, I, I, I always read music, but horrendously, you know. <laughs> and, and, and for me, jazz was, you know, music was kind of, kind of an escape. So um, like I was very serious and disciplined in other aspects of my life, but with music, it was what I did to have fun. And yeah. reading music wasn't fun. Improvising was fun, <laughs> you know. So um, well, that's what Dad did. Um, for he, folks who don't know, yeah, my father was, was Dewey Redmond, fa- fantastic um, jazz tenor saxophonist. Yeah, yeah. I didn't grow up with him, but uh, grew up with his music. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Colin, for you guys in the quartet, you know, we think of the string quartet as kind of the ultimate in notated chamber music. But this quartet actually grew out of the Silk Road Project, right? Isn't that where all of you first met? Uh, not where we first met, but a formative experience, certainly, in, in our work. And where we, I think, really got part of our idea in, in terms of expanding it beyond um, just the traditional quartet rep. But that was a pre-existing uh, desire also mm. um, before. But this this project is such a great way to do that. I mean, so Josh is saying, I, I realize you were saying, oh, I have to play really in tune and not make mistakes. I mean, try. we have to really try to play in time in a way that is not idiomatic necessarily to the way we learned music. But I feel like it's actually, we, we have different processes, but 
we're hopefully getting to the same place. Well, you know, you um, do have Scott with the double bass, which is kind of a, a link between the two ensembles. I mean, it's yeah. part of a, any standard jazz band, but it's well, just guys, another member of the string yeah. family, right? Yeah, totally. And, and in a way, yeah, that's a very good conduit cello bass in, in, in this group. Um, but it is, yeah, the sense of time. And, uh, and, and I love the fact that this music does go back and forth between allowing, um, I don't know, if, I hope it's not feeling like fetters when you're playing the notated stuff with us, but then the flight of fancy that happens when you guys take off for a while and then come back to us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, part of, you know, I mean, we're kind of like dissecting it and kind of like talking about the different constituent elements as if they're like completely foreign to one another. But right. ultimately, I mean, whether... Whether they're, they're, they're written notes on the page or whether they're felt and heard notes instinctually, improvisationally in the moment, I mean, ultimately, it's, it, it's music. I mean, it's expression through sound. And, and I think Patrick understands that. I mean, he's, he's a great composer, but he's also a, a killer jazz saxophonist. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. should be playing this music. <laughs> um, and he understands that they're actually not two foreign worlds. Right. When we're trying to make this music, we're just trying to make music. I mean... Even though yeah. there are challenges that this project presents that I'm not used to facing, ultimately the way it feels playing with in this format, it's the same fundamental feeling that kind of, you know, we're just trying to connect and, and say something. And well, and actually and, that is the main thing we talk about is this is the right feel, yeah. you know, and yeah. so... That, yeah. Does that it feel is, right? Are we telling yeah. a story? You know, and, does it have emotion? Does it, yeah. And, and what what do we say when a performance is really great? We say it, it's it didn't even sound like they were reading. You know, like a, you, you talk about <laughs> a great classical performance, and it's like it, it's as if he or she was making it up on the spot. You want that sense? Well, actually, the of, greatest compliment I've ever had as an improviser is that sounded like it was written out. You know, <laughs> right, right. Like, oh, so I played a perfect time. solo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that happened one time. <laughs> it was years ago. Uh, <laughs> well, um, now, uh, Colin, you, you mentioned before that it was Patrick Zimmerly's music that brought this ensemble together, but you have since drawn other people into your orbit as well. Well, yeah, we, we asked uh, Guillermo Klein to, who I realized when we met him, he said Guillermo, but I didn't realize his last name was pronounced Clean until I heard your show a little while ago <laughs> where he was playing uh, Well, I mean, music. it looks like Klein, but yeah, when yeah. he came in here, he was saying Clean. Okay, so cool. Like, Good right. to know. Yeah. Anyway, he, he writes um, beautiful stuff, and so we, we thought, I mean, he hadn't written that much for quartet, but he, he seems to be a great orchestrator of big band stuff, and we thought he would be someone who could also bridge these worlds in an interesting way and uh so he's written a whole tango suite for us and um another tune called Kienteve, i think that we'd love to play for you and what does that mean uh anybody uh, who, see, who sees you uh, i think that's what it means like, okay like he, he makes sense who sees you or it's not a question so yeah, who sees Am you? I the, like, the I, I'm being told from the control room. <laughs> I should that, not be the <laughs> No, no, I'm being told from the control room that your guess is correct. It's who sees you. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Eight one New one. Yorkers in a room and we can't figure out basic uh, Spanish? That's I'm a, I'm a Californian, too. So. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear the piece. Uh, it's a performance from uh, Joshua Redman and his trio and the string quartet known as Brooklyn Rider.
Well, that is a lovely piece called Quien te ve, Who Sees You, from Guillermo Clean, written for this ensemble. Joshua Redman on sax, with Scott Colley on bass, and Satoshi Takeishi behind the drums, and the string quartet Brooklyn Rider, Colin Jacobson and Johnny Gandelsman on violins, Nicholas Cords viola, Michael Nicholas playing the cello. And uh, the, the string quartet almost has the role of like one of those mid 20th century Cuban dance orchestras, it sounds like. It almost seems yeah, like. Yeah, it, it feels that way. Yeah. It's a beautiful tune. It's a beautiful, beautiful tune. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I just want to clarify I, this actually piece, I, I wouldn't say that he wrote it specifically for us. He did write a whole suite for us, which That's we play, the, the but tango we, suite the tango suite. About. And then after he wrote that, he just wanted to give us a song. And there was a song that he said he'd been working on for 20 years. And he was just trying to find like the final, the last, the right chords or there's something, you know, and he finished it and he was like, I think this would be perfect for you guys as a compliment to the tango suite. And we played it once and we're just like, this is a masterpiece tune. So um, that's it. Have you recorded this one yet? We have not. Well, no. you just did. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> 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 Released immediately, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you have put together another recording that is sort of sitting in the can. Yes, yes. And is that mostly Patrick's It's all release? Patrick's music, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, Patrick's music was the genesis of this this project and this collaboration. Um, I mean, it, we wouldn't be here without his music and also, you know, just getting everybody together over and over to make the music yep. happen. So the record that we've done is all the, the piece Colin was referring to, Aspects of Darkness and Light. Um, it's, it's all his music. Yeah. Well, so that's probably going to come out later this year. You have something due out imminently, right? The yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, the time. Yeah, the, the time. yeah. Well, no, 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 no. It's actually. <laughs> that actually, old thing. I, no, 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 no. It's just, it's just the, the timing of, of, of releases and, yeah, and yeah. you know, it's, but it's a band actually that Scott's in, um, right. which is kind of a celebration of music that my father did with this band, Old New Dreams. The name of the band is Still Dreaming. Uh-huh. Yeah. Old and New Dreams was like an incredible quartet right? with Don Cherry, exactly. th- Charlie Hayden, mm-hmm. and it was Ed either Blackwell. Ed Black, yeah, Ed Blackwell. Yeah. yeah. So this band is myself um, and uh, Ron Miles on cornet and Scott is on bass and Brian Blades on drums. Wow. Yeah. So you put together another pretty potent quartet to, um, to yeah, echo that to, older you know, one. We aim for potency. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if not accuracy. <laughs> Well, it's been great to have all of you here with us uh, on Soundcheck today. Guys, thank you so much and look forward to hearing more down the road. Thank Thank you, you, John. Thanks Thanks so much. Well, at the time that we recorded this session back in 2018, the album by Joshua Redman and Brooklyn Ryder had not yet come out, but in July of 2019, the album was released under the title Sun on Sand, music by Patrick Zimmerly, played by Brooklyn Ryder and Joshua Redman. Uh, Joshua also mentioned during the session his album Still Dreaming, which was a tribute to his dad, Dewey Redman's Old and New Dreams Quartet. That now is also out and available. 
And we shot video of these live performances originally for our Facebook page, and it's now embedded on the webpage that houses this Soundcheck podcast. That's on the website at newsounds.org. Our technical director is Irene Trudell. Our producer is Karen Havlick. Those videos were filmed by David McLean. And I'm John Schaefer. Thanks for being with us. (laughs) ¶¶